0: podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. This podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday normal rhythms of life. And I've got all the gentlemen with me today, so would you introduce yourself, guys?
1: Yes, I will. This is Rob Spexer, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Knorr, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sacred City Youth Director.
0: Guys, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, hopefully you are having a great Christmas season. Yeah. Hopefully you, I don't know when this podcast officially is going to come out, um, but hopefully before the first of the year and maybe it's either right before Christmas or right after Christmas and hopefully you are having a amazing Christmas with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones and uh, keeping Jesus in the middle of it and just uh, having a great time. Uh, but one of the things that we need to start thinking about, specifically, I really start focusing on it just really about the day after Christmas or a couple days after Christmas and that is what... What's What are my goals going to be for the new year? Mm-hmm. What are my goals going to be for the new year? And I've, let's just say this, I've fallen off the horse on both sides of this in my 25 years of ministry. I have went just ham on my goals and like just be super goal-oriented and, yeah. and really uh, hammered them out and just was all about either reaching numeric goals or read, you know, reading a certain amount of books or, uh, you know, saving a certain, like, certain amount of money, just kind of put all into my goals and went crazy after them. And where my life kind of, uh, just became, I just became really goal oriented, right. And really, uh, myopic and singularly focused. And then I've, when the gospel changed my heart, I was kind of like, Ah, who needs goals? (laughs) Yeah, Jesus, baby. (laughs) I'm righteous in Christ. I don't have to be productive anymore. Well, I was saying things like that, but what was really happening is, is I'm already so naturally driven that I had set my life up where I'm already kind of working out. I'm already kind of reading a lot of books. I'm already, you know, trying to do my best in my job. Like I, I, so I just didn't really. I felt like I didn't really need goals. Yeah. Um, and I know there's going to be, as we talk about this, there's going to be people all over that spectrum. Um, and, and maybe you're, maybe you're a person who's, I don't just say it, maybe you're a person, you know, you're, you're more just lackadaisical or, or even lazy or even not very goal oriented or not very driven. And you, you don't have any goals at all. You've, you've never made, you've never made goals. Mm. Right. And I think if that's you, I think you definitely should lean into, this process of making some goals, dreaming some big dreams, having some godly ambition and, um, set some big goals for the new year so that you can pursue them. Yeah. Right. So I say all that to say, I think we're all kind of, we might be in different places, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where, where are you guys at when it comes to setting goals?
1: Mm.
0: What are your, what are your thoughts there?
1: Well, you know, I, I, i've I've been with you I'm kind of with you some years i've been much more specific, and then other years i'm just like i'm I'm so sick of not reaching those i'm not going to make any goals kind of a, kind of feel like it and and so i've fallen off the horse on both both sides i've tried to do something a little bit different in the sense of just thinking through why set goals or you know what's what's why is this might be a godly thing to do and i and I think it's interesting that God in, in himself has a tell us. He has an end that He's aiming for. In one sense, mm-hmm. um, you know, as, as best we can understand, you know, relate to God in that way. He, he has an end. There, all of humanity, all of history, is going somewhere, and he has known this from eternity past and obviously into eternity future but he's he has some place that he is he is going with all of life he is sovereign everything is happening is happening according to the what he intends to do and pleases to do and he's made us in his image so there there seems to be some precedent to be thinking through, what do I want to have at the end? You know, what's, what's the end goal or what's the kind of the end picture that I would have? And made in the image of God, he's given us an imagination. So you'd use that word earlier, having an imagination of what, what can next year look like, I think is a healthy thing to do, to be thinking yeah. about what would I like to look like, if you will. So yeah. I try to almost um, picture myself of in my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my children, uh, my relationship with, with God and just say, you know, my relationship with my, my brothers and sisters in Christ and family of God. I try to think of what do I want that to look like a year from now and try yeah. to then think through, well, if I would like to look like this. So I, I, here, here's one I'm thinking about for this next year. One of the areas that I am not very good at is, is being missional, particularly in my neighborhood. And so I'm trying to think through, I've been trying to imagine what would it mean to be missional in my particular neighborhood I know my neighbors well enough now of what um, what I think can you know, happen. And of course, God can do greater things than what I can imagine. But um, So I've been trying to think through what would my neighborhood look like a year from now or my relationship with my neighbors a year from now and then start thinking, okay, what are some practical things that are going to be required to get me there? So I'm trying to think more in those terms, more in terms of just what I can envision or imagine, and then start thinking through, or what are the steps? Then, you know, so then you go into your SMART goals and all that kind of thing to think, well, what are some steps that would be very practical that I can kind of measure along the way to see how I'm doing and then begin to, maybe every quarter, just to say, how am I doing on those those steps? So that's yeah. Yeah. kind of where I'm how I'm thinking. I, I
0: think maybe we'll go into what a SMART goal is a little bit mm-hmm. um, as we get into this podcast, just to help some people. That's kind of a you know, industry term that that many yeah. people, if you're into goals, you you, would, you know what it means. But um, I like I like how you're um, breaking that down, and just think about like God has a goal, obviously, and mm-hmm. God had steps He had to take in order to reach that goal. Yep. Yeah. So the whole Old Testament is step one, step two, yeah. step three, yeah. And then it was, you know, that plan was consummated and fulfilled in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And then now He's still working it out in heaven. Jesus is working it out right now in heaven until we get the new heavens and the new earth. Yep. So God's a goal-oriented
2: yep. being. God has that. smart goals. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He broke it down for us. Yep,
0: <laughs> yep. <clears throat> exactly.
2: Mm.
0: Um, so I, I like that. I like that idea of beginning with the end in mind. And I would say the Bible tells us that a righteous man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm. Yeah. So children's children, that that's a that's long-term goal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So think about... Maybe we should start thinking about our goals. Not I mean, Rob started with like a year from a year, now, yeah. and I think that's good, but what, what do I want to be 50 years sure.
2: from now? Yeah. Yep.
0: And if you're a 20-year-old dude or you know, 30-year-old dude or, or woman, you that you you should be thinking, what do I want my life mm. to look like mm-hmm. 50 years from now? Yeah, that's right?
2: good.
0: And we don't become what we hope, we don't become what we wish we become what we plan and what we do, yeah. right? Like that's what we become. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by that? I mean, if I want to be a man who, if you cut me, I bleed Bible, mm. right? I can put that on a piece of paper. I could put it down on a 50-year goal. But unless that 50-year goal gets broken down into a 10-year goal, five-year goal, a yeah. one-year goal, and I'm just gonna go, Three, we can go three month goal and then we go a, a daily task or yeah. a day. It doesn't, if it doesn't make its way into an action
3: mm-hmm. that,
0: yeah. that gets put into my calendar, mm-hmm. then I'll never, then all I'm doing is wishing. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that Jesus is going to sprinkle some fairy dust on me. And all of a sudden I'm going to know the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think not, that's
2: good. Cause it's like, you know, you plan for the years, but executing the day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. That's good. You're going to, and we got to execute in the day. Mm-hmm. And, I just heard a I heard just heard a statistic that said like 90% of LinkedIn profiles has like strategy strategist in their it, it, like in what they and it is only like 10% have execute. Mm. <laughs> and execution eats strategy yeah. for breakfast, absolutely. right? Yeah. Like yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Exe- mm-hmm. What can you execute on? I don't I, yeah, your strategy, yeah, you can plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And those are important, but if you're not executing in the daily, yeah. right? Then you're not going to reach that goal, sure. Mhm. So I would encourage our people, maybe if you're married, maybe you go on a date with your spouse and say, Hey, let's come up with some 50 year goals.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to give us some categories. So what, what I use, I have a, uh, full focus planner. You can, I know there's bajillion different planners out there, but one of the things, and this is my daily weekly planner, uh, and it comes in like quarterly, basically it's like three months. So it's like a hundred day planner. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the, in the beginning pages, you can make your goals, you know, I think there's just pretty much one year goals, like things that you are your annual goals, what you want to accomplish this year. And then you've got a detail page that you can break down your goals and goals can be like an achievement goal. Let's say you want to save a thousand dollars. That's an achievement goal. Mm -hmm. Um, or let's say I want to, um, stop buying Starbucks every single day. Mm -hmm. That, that would be a habit goal. Yeah. And um, and then it's got... So I like it because they've got different domains. I'm looking at it right now. You've got goals. So think about it like this. You, got, you have the spiritual do- domain. We could say there's lots of goals. Want to go to church every week or want to be faithful in MC yeah. or want to memorize uh, certain scripture, whatever. Spiritual goals, parental goals, mm-hmm. intellectual goals, social goals, emotional goals vocational goals, physical goals, avocational, so hobbies, mm-hmm. marital goals, and financial goals. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of mark off which one you want. But the reason I, I named those categories is personally, I have I have pretty much always gotten stuck in either physical goals or um, vocational goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like most of the time, and maybe financial, most of the time it's like, okay, I want to save for that vacation. That's a financial goal. Or, okay. I want to, um, you know, whatever it is, vocation, let's just say if, not me, but for, for a person, I want my business to increase by 20% in yeah. the third quarter. That's mm-hmm. a vo- vocational goal. Right. Um, or physical goal. Mm-hmm. I need to lose 10 pounds yeah. right. or I wouldn't
2: even think like marriage, just for example, like you, you put marriage down, mm-hmm. but it could be, you know, going on date nights, it could be even sexual goals, right? I mean, I think sometimes it's Preach. a lot of people, a lot Preach. of people don't want to talk about these things, but hey, when you have those great goals, like, <laughs> the whole house just functions well. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> those are great goals, it's you know? true. Get down to the details,
1: right? Well, and I know why you have, when you were t- identifying those three, those are a little bit easier to identify, you know, just kind of, you can put numbers on those kind of things, but let's go yeah. back to the marriage goal. Mm-hmm. You know, you have it in the marital domain it's a little harder in re- the relational goals are a little bit more difficult to um, quantify if you will, except for the fact that you could say, I'm going to go on a date night, you know, once, once a week or whatever. Mm-hmm, you, yeah. I guess you could use that, but ultimately that's not your goal. Your goal isn't to go out on a date. Your goal is that you're deepening your relationship with your wife. I so mean, yeah. I so think, how do we, you know, well,
0: no, okay. You, yes, I, hear, I see what you're saying. What uh, what I would say is it's like key motivations. So, My goal, let's say my goal is to go on a date night twice a month with my wife. That's my goal that's measurable. Mm -hmm. My key motivation is to deepen my relationship with my wife. Because obviously I can go on that and just check off the box and didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But So then key motivation to know my wife better, to to Mm -hmm. sync up our calendars and our lives and Mm -hmm. to know her heart, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But to know my wife's heart is a bad goal because it's not measurable. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When do you get there? (laughs) Um, But I've been thinking more about it this year. And I've still got all those other goals that are kind of easy to write down. And, but one of the goals that I've been thinking about is I kind of said it was spiritual and parental. Mm. And one of the downsides of my personality is I, I'm, I'm very passionate, right? Mm -hmm. So anytime, and I'm, I'm, I'm passionate and I am, I love ideas and I love, I believe ideas have consequences. So I like to, I like to argue is probably the right word, but whatever you want to say. Like, debate. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> debate, like pushback. Like mm-hmm.
3: let's,
0: I'm going to show you how, how, you know, I don't, I don't think your idea is sound. I don't think that, so let's, let's push on it. And if my idea is. If my idea is not sound, I want you to push back on me Mm. because I want to be right, right? Mm. I want to know the truth. So I like that intellectual sparring, that debate, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Well, that's good in a lot of ways, and God uses it for his good in a lot of ways, but it's not good. So think about passion as heat, and think about ideas and the intellectual stuff as light, right? Sometimes you need all light and no heat
1: hmm.
0: and almost all the time I bring the heat. <laughs> so with my kids, yeah. if the, teenagers specifically, they like to push back mm-hmm. just to see how you're going to react Sure, and they'll play the devil's advocate, right? They, they, they don't even believe this, but they're going to give you this, this argument and they're going to see if it bugs you and if, how you react to it. And sometimes I can give validity to a bad argument just because my intensity raises or Mm -hmm. my heat raises or my, Mm -hmm. they can tell that I'm getting, oh, dad, you're getting mad. I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm passionate. Mm -hmm. They're like, "Mm got to rise out of you. You know, where I would like, where my goal would be in those moments to remain all Mm -hmm. light Mm -hmm. and no heat.
2: Mm -hmm. So I think that's good because then even with the kid, like you're not necessarily shutting them down you're helping them learn what it looks like to debate right. in a um, truth loving way but at the same time you're getting your point across i'm getting my point across and what does that look like to love each other in that
0: right so instead of that's that's exactly that's exactly right instead of you know shutting them down or making them feel dumb or making mm-hmm. them that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard this is what the bible says Bop, 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 you mm-hmm. know in, instead of hey asking why do you think that? Yeah. Oh, so what? What would What would happen if you if you then did this? Mm-hmm. So do you believe it if if that were to happen? Hmm. Well, so you're, I'm asking questions to bring, hopefully, to lead them to the truth, mm-hmm. rather than just blasting them with mm-hmm. the truth with with the right answer right away. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, I have put this down as one of my goals as a habit goal. And here's what I'm, and this is. When you're making a spiritual goal, when you're making a, and I think you could even do this with a, a marital goal. Like if you lose your temper with your spouse, you should make a goal to never lose, to literally to not lose my temper with my spouse, right? To not get angry with my spouse. And that should be a habit goal. And here's my contention down in, in, on a, on a habit goal, on these goal details, they have a little streak tracker, and you just, every, they got every day of the quarter and you just mark, mark an X on the days that you accomplish that goal. And here's what's cool is let's say this quarter, I, I bring way too much heat to my children five times. Okay. I can look on my tracker and I can see five blank spaces and I can say, okay, I lost my temper five times with my kids this quarter. Father, and hopefully I've done it after every one of these. I've repented. But Father, I want, I want to grow. I mm-hmm. want next quarter to be better mm-hmm. than this quarter. Mm-hmm. And then let's say I do it next quarter, and let's say it's four. Yeah. I can say, God, thank you. That's an evidence of grace. I've only lost my temper four times. And I'm not satisfied with that. I mm-hmm. want that number to be zero. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now this can be, this is one of the, I think this is one of the most helpful ways for people To put porn to death. Hmm. People that put porn to... People that don't put porn to death, they don't keep track of this, so they don't know how bad their problem is.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't really look at porn that much. Well, what does that mean? (laughs) Once a week? Once Hmm. a day? Once a month? Right? Your goal should be to not look at porn at all, ever. Yeah. Right? And if you're keeping track on, like, a goal detail with with a streak tracker, you can see... I looked at porn twice last year or whatever. You know what I mean? You you can actually see this and then you can shoot shoot to improve it. Hmm. So this is one kind of area that I think people could use goals in a more in a more spiritual way. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it could be let's say you lie, right? Yeah. You put down a goal not to lie. And every day you don't tell a lie, you get to you get to put that X down there,
2: right? That's good.
0: And so you're actually seeing, you're actually seeing a character flaw, put to death, in your goal. Yeah,
2: and I think what's important with that too is like, anything that you're adding into this um, this new year that you want to see God move in, um, in your in your life, in your family, whatever it is. What are you willing to give up? Because I think there's so many times where, even in Scripture, right? I mean, something has to be replaced. And what, what are you replacing it with? And what are you willing to give up? Are you willing to put to death like this porn, you know, so that God can move in your heart and you can flourish in your marriage and other relationships and so on? So
1: Yeah, ultimately, ultimately what puts to death sin in our life is a love for God. Yeah. Uh, where we love, a, a, we have a greater love or we have something that is greater than mm-hmm. the sin that we used to think was so great. I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately, that's the only, only thing that's going to destroy yeah. sin in our life. We can, we can be disciplined in a way that doesn't require the Spirit of God and doesn't require us to love God any, yeah. anymore. And that's still sin. Mm-hmm. It's right. just a different kind of sin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, sure. let's, let's, so let's lean into that. Yeah, let's lean into that. I think it's important.
0: It is a shame to a Christian when a non Christian has more self-control than a Christian does.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a shame. Yeah. Because that non-Christian, now, again, we've got different backgrounds. We've got different, we're coming from different, you know, education backgrounds, different poverty stories, levels, stories, all this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. But it takes something to develop self-control, okay? Yeah. And, and it takes something from God. It could be just from his natural revelation, natural law, common grace, but it takes something from God and you're that unbeliever is putting that thing into
1: into practice. practice. Yeah.
0: So Paul says, I beat my body mm-hmm. to make it my slave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? That I mm-hmm. if you could pull that up, I can't remember that scripture right on the top mm-hmm. of my, I beat my body to make it my slave, that I would so I would not be disqualified,
1: right? Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right
0: then. So I beat my body. He's talking about I mean this is in one sense this is stoicism. This as you could call it athleticism. This is a term that's used, like he, like a wrestler in the coliseum. I've learned to be have enough physical discipline and self-control that my my flesh, what I eat, my desires, my cravings, I've put them to death. Yeah. Right. Just like an athlete has to, like mm. a wrestler, he has to make weight, and that mm. means. He can't eat whatever he wants to eat. He can't drink whatever he wants to drink. He's got to be in tip-top shape. You don't see too many overweight, Mm -hmm. chubby wrestlers. You know they got to be lean and mean Mm -hmm. if they're going to be the best.
1: That's your sumo wrestler. But anyway, that's another story. A sumo wrestler. I'm sorry. Got a little distracted there. Okay, (laughs) sorry.
0: Sumo (laughs) wrestler. That's true. So there is a physical, natural reality that even Paul leans into there to say. And he also talks about um, running the race, right? And yeah,
1: yeah. This is 1 Corinthians 9. It says 24 through, looks like 27. Do, not, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one requires the prize, so run that you may obtain it? Every athlete exercises self control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wrath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified.
0: Yeah. 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 So he's making an analogy to athletics, right? Yeah. If yeah. you're going to run the race, you're going to have to be in shape. Yeah. Yeah. And that means you got to wake up, you got to eat right, you got to treat your body. Honorably. You gotta glorify God with your body, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
2: I think doing an honor too with not breaking the rules, right? Yeah. But I but I think too, like what, what he's getting at is being honest with yourself. I think so many people, like, you know, we've been talking about this podcast before, like, name what it is and be able to walk it out to be able to make those goals if it's if it's porn. Like is am I doing it every day? Am I doing it four times a day? Am I yeah. doing it every week? I mean, name it and then give it over to God and then it has to be locked up and turned over.
3: Yeah. So how would you speak to somebody, and, you know, I, I fall into this category, just be candid, goals that aren't explicitly putting sin to death, right? Like work goals, things like that, more often than not, they feel like a chore that I have to do, right? So it's less, who do I want to be, and more, well, this is expected of me, so I need to rack my brain, rack my heart to see how I can grow in this. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, it feels like, I guess, more like a duty than a delight.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would say,
3: set goals. To I would say, to yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it,
0: and this is what it means to be an athlete. Mm.
3: Yeah.
0: An athlete does not enjoy mm. most of the time mm. the training sessions. Mm. Yeah. They don't enjoy the hunger pains. They don't enjoy the back pains, the muscle pains, the aches, the, the bruises, the cuts they don't enjoy any of that mm. they enjoy the prize right they enjoy the goal they enjoy the winning they enjoy accomplishing mm. something
2: they, they hate losing
0: they hate losing okay we're called to have a godly ambition mm. so we're called to strive towards the prize mm-hmm. right so if if you if you are uh if that's not natural for you then then it's going to be hard and you got to do it anyways but i would say it's probably more needed for you. Sure. Because it doesn't come it doesn't come yeah. natural,
3: right? Yeah, and to that metaphor, it's like I was never in athletics. So it's <laughs> like four of us in this room. All three of you were in athletics. I, I never I didn't have that, right? So I don't necessarily have a category for that. So I guess yeah. But you
1: do have there. a category. You are yeah. music. Music. I right? wasn't music. And it did require a bit of practice. It did. Okay. What did you
3: play? Hold on, I didn't know this.
0: Trumpet trumpet yeah
1: yeah okay he played for iowa man he's he's elite yeah he was at the, was at the highest
0: course.
2: level man <laughs>
0: are you better than your wife no oh she's better than you yeah. did she play at iowa too
3: yeah
2: yeah.
0: oh that's, that's where you that's guys they met, met. Here we right. they met
2: on the field i'm man. like she was they
0: playing met. trumpet on sunday and then he i'm like he, wait he plays the trumpet too yeah. okay. he didn't like it that
2: much but he was trying to get her he had a goal of mine <laughs> <laughs> well that
3: must say i've never set
0: goals <laughs> <laughs> because educationally i've seen you i mean you have a goal to Sure. Oh, yeah. To get a degree, to get a master's yeah. degree. to be, Like, I've seen you set goals there. So what have you not, or do you just do what they tell you to do? No, oh, I have set goals.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm not saying I've never set goals. I'm saying, like, okay, in school, got an assignment to do, right? Yeah. That feels like an assignment. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to finish that assignment, um, and it's maybe more of a wrestling to get to a point, and it's it's easier in seminary, right, where it's explicitly – you know the goal is explicitly god honoring mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but there are definitely times where it feels and I'm, I'm using the word feels very intentionally it feels more like okay this is something that I have to do mm-hmm. and and so as we're talking about this, that might be the right um, that might be the right mentality if it's um, you know like you said the athlete doesn't love the hunger pangs necessarily mm-hmm. and so. I might be unintentionally in the right spot. But well, I think... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just going to say,
0: there is a way to be so goal-driven and goal-oriented mm. that you suck the fun out of everything sure. and the life out of everything. And you can make too, too far-fetched goals to, mm. you know, like sure. you'll never accomplish... If you're, make, if you're <coughs> bad at setting goals and you fail every one of your goals, then that's going to be a demoralizing thing, sure. right? But goals... Rob started out the perfect way. Mm. Goals are meant to engage your imagination, to achieve to, to dream what, what could God do through me? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What That's could good. God do through me? Yeah. So one guy used to say to me all the time like, if, if God answered all your prayers, right, what would that look like? And, and for mm. me that meant, oh man, I better start praying bigger prayers yeah. Sure. Yeah. because yeah. if he only does, if all he does is answer my prayers, Am I praying wimpy prayers? Yeah. Small prayers? Yeah. No, or am I praying yeah. big prayers? If we don't set goals, we will go through this life and we will just kind of live life, sure. but we won't actually strive mm. and mm-hmm. achieve as we won't maximize our our potential, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so we need to, to think through these things.
2: I think what's key, too, is it doesn't have to be uh, athlete, but... Scripture talks about doing everything as if you're doing it for the Lord. Yeah. And I think for some people, I mean, I think that's hard to hear um, because they may be in the state where they're afraid to fail. Sure. So when they're afraid to fail, they, they make no goals, and they don't want to strive and move forward because they're, they're afraid of failure. Sure. That's a part of the, the the stream that gets down into the root. Sure. So would, why the, Go ahead.
3: So would you say in that, then, if that's that's the kind of person you are, you should be setting harder goals. Maybe not if you're if you're the kind of person who tends to play it safe. So I think, you know, we talked about school, we talked about music. Those are things that have never been a struggle for me, right? You know, I I joked with somebody the other day that writing a paper, you know, it's like you throw the words on the page and you send it in and you get an A, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz it's to me that's not challenging. And so if you tend to be somebody, is, is that just a function of, okay, you need harder goals, you need to strive for more difficult things? It could be.
1: I, I, I'd rather use the word risky. Can that, is that a better, better Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, so you should have at least one or two goals that scare you, Sure. in my opinion. Sure. You should have at least one or two goals that make you feel a little nervous. Sure. You know? And yeah. I'll be honest, like... When I said I had a goal and I felt like the Lord was calling us to raise $100,000 by the end of the year, that made me very nervous. Mm. That was, I was like, ooh, I'm putting a real number out in the universe. You know what I mean? I'm I'm saying this. You're saying it. And therefore, if we fail, what does that mean? Did did Justin not hear from God? Mm -hmm. Right? Were you just making that up? Mm -hmm. You know, are you, you know, are we failures? Like to say that real number uh, is very risky, Sure. right? And so it, that that's, I think that's what we're, many times that's what we're afraid of. So we got to have that risky goal. So yeah. I think we should have goals like this. I remember when I was a youth pastor, I had a goal to double every year, mm. numerically. That was my goal. If we were 10 people this year, I want to be 20 next. I want to be 40 after that. Mm. I want to be 80 after that. True. That's a risky goal. And every year when I got to about October, I was like, oh man, <laughs> This is going to be hard, you know. But that was a goal that I put out there. That I that it challenged me. It pulled me forward. Mm-hmm. It made me nervous, and it made me so more dependent on God. Sure. I was begging God to help me and give me wisdom and do this. And it made me um, sharper. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that, or more focused. Sure. Let's maybe that's that's the thing. You know, I was more driven to to uh, to accomplish that mm. than just kind of going through the
1: motions. Yeah. But I think another word you might want to use with that risky is also exciting. Mm. So typically, our risky goals are pretty exciting goals too. They they're mm. ones that we again I'll go back to our imagination. They we begin to think, wouldn't that be cool? Oh yeah, wouldn't that be cool if this happened? Mm. Yeah. And then we say, wow, that that's that's a stretch. But wouldn't that be cool if you can put those, if you can combine those two together? Then it gets you it gets you into in your you know your in that zone of discomfort. But at the same time, you're like, but that's the only – got to be there if I'm going to get this, and that helps.
0: Yeah, so I – this is an interesting thing, but obviously I I wrestled my whole life um, or most of my life. And wrestling, you don't – the only, like, thing I really get from wrestling is my cauliflower ears, okay? (laughs) And I say that because if you do a martial art, you get belts, right? And once you're a black belt, you're a black belt for life. Well, there are no black belts in wrestling. Um, so I, a few years ago I was like, man, I would really like to do a martial art because it is, it, it teaches you discipline. It takes a long time. They say average takes, uh, it takes, it f- takes to go from white belt to black belt in Brazilian Jitsu. It takes a decade. Hmm. And I was like 39 at the time and I'd been doing CrossFit for a while and I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's, it's good, but I want to do something different. I want something a more, little bit more, um, Goal based. So you get, you know, you sure. go from white belt to blue belt to purple belt mm. to brown belt to black belt. And then you also get stripes on those belts. So you can see yourself progressing. Mm-hmm. So I said, I think this would be good for me. I went in, talked to Travis Tarpin in the area from Carlson Gracie. And he said, I, he hears this kind of stuff all the time. I was like, well, my goal is to get a black belt. He's like, okay. It takes about 10 years. I'm like, okay. I'll sign up right now. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yep. And you have to sign up for like, you know, years in advance, basically, or I, I signed up for like three years in advance because it's a little bit cheaper. And I think he sees a lot of those people and then they just kind of disappear and they go, you know, but for me, I was like, no, this, I made the, my mind up. This is what I'm going to do. And I put it in my goal. My goal is to be a black belt by the time I'm 50. Mm-hmm. That, I, I put that goal in there. And then, uh, I've been doing it now for four years. And just so you know, I'm a three stripe purple belt now. So I'm, I'm way ahead of the curve. Uh, my wrestling has helped my wrestling background really helped me get through it, but I have had a broken throat. I've had knee surgery. I tore my other meniscus and my other knee, but I refused to get surgery cause it, cause it would put me out. And, and I had to basically took me a year to rehab while doing jujitsu. And, um, I'm, 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 I'm loving it. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm going. I go basically four to five times a week to do it. But that, it all began with me saying what Rob just said. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be, yeah. to actually have a black belt? Yeah. Like, I want to have a black belt. I want to. What does it mean to have a black belt? It means you're a master of something. I want to be a master of this. I, I want to have that. And then. It went okay. Well, how long is that going to take? Well, eleven years. Okay, ten years. Whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll put it in there. That's a ten-year goal. All right. Now, what? And then I had a one-year goal to be go from white belt to blue belt. I'm mm. Like, let's see if I can. Usually takes two years. I'm like, let's see if I can become a blue belt in one year. So mm. then it, that black belt got broken down to one year. In order to accomplish this, what do I have to do? I got to come to at least four four classes a week. So talked to the instructor. He said you got to come to at least four. Okay. So I put that in my Weekly calendar, four classes a week, put it in the schedule. Mm-hmm. And then, so for this is, this is what I do. I made that, and then it, it's out of my brain. It's out of my heart. It's out of my life. Guess what I do on Monday at 11 o'clock? I go to class. Right. It has nothing to do with motivation. Mm. It has nothing to do with inspiration. It has nothing to do with my feelings.
2: So it's like once you put it on the paper, you made a agreement with yourself that even if you don't want to do it, you're doing it anyways. Yeah, it's a part of your schedule. Right,
0: that's and, good. And w- once a quarter, I go back over that goal. You know, and look at it. Do, is it still my goal? Yeah. So right now, my one year goal, or my one year goal is to get my brown belt. So I'm, I should get my brown belt, Lord willing, in the summer, this summer. And so that's my that's my one year goal, mm. but it's a part of my ten year goal. But m- so many people when they make their goals, they they're waiting on motivation. Or they're they're factoring in motivation mm-hmm. into the execution of their goal, mm-hmm. and for me, I, I just think m- you got to have motivation has nothing to do with yeah. it.
2: Consistency trumps motivation every day. Just every time. get out
0: in the garage yeah. and do the thing. Just go for a walk. Just so for me, if I don't, if I feel like I feel like crap today, I do not feel like I, I feel like going. I go to the gym. You know, we have to wear geese, and so that you know, I got this little look like a karate outfit on. Put the outfit on, walk around, get warmed up, then make your decision. Like, mm-hmm. and there's been days where I'm like, I'm not rolling today. My back hurts, whatever. But I went through the motions, got warmed up. I was there. I'm watching it. I'm still, I'm still there. I'm still mm-hmm. doing it. Learning. Right? Instead of just saying, oh, I'm just going to sit on the couch.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. I,
0: how many times you just get out, you start walking. All right. Now I, f- I feel a little bit better. Yep. Get on yep. the treadmill. Now I feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You get to the gym, you do a couple sets. Okay. Now I feel a little bit better.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So I think. We focus too much on motivation. Instead of let your telos, your end goal, mm-hmm. determine your goals, put it in your calendar, and just do the thing. Yeah. How does that sound when I say that? That's good. Does it sound?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, we I, I have it in the same way in running. If you the, the goal is is to get your running clothes on. Yeah. If I can get my running clothes on, I will probably seven out of ten times I'll be running. I'm, mm. I'm out there. I'm already doing it. I got my stuff on. Let's go. You know, kind mm-hmm. of a feel. But I don't feel like running. I feel like running about once out of 10 days. The older I'm getting, the harder it is becoming. Yeah. But I feel like if I can just get my stuff on, I find myself doing it just mm-hmm. because I did it. You know, so it's what, whatever the context is. I think it's that first mm-hmm. step. Whatever the context is, whatever goal we're talking about, yeah. it's just taking that first step. And, and it's the same way. You know, it's, it's funny with MC. Missional community. So, you know, we're to be there every week. That's what, that's what we, we're, we're to be We're to be there every week. I don't know how many times I don't want to go to a missional community. And it's mainly because I don't want to get back in the car. I don't want to have to go and kind of give some energy. You know, I'd rather just kind of stay at home and, you know, sit, sit in front of the fire and something, you know, warm to drink, kind of a filter right now when in the wintertime. But we do it. Mm-hmm. We get in the car, and it's amazing. I get Once I get there, it's like, oh, why did I not want to be here? I love this. I love these people. I love, you know, and I start, you know, it's, it's interesting. Just those, it's that motivation thing is you cannot rely upon that because that, uh, you know, it's just, we just, it, it's, it's great. Motivation is super high when we, we, we do our goals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when it gets to the reality, yeah. you know, not too many weeks later, so, you, if you're looking on motivation, it's going to kill you. Right. And that's why <laughs> I
0: think your goals have to make their way into your calendar. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Where. Yeah.
0: Every week you know exactly – it's not like I need to work out three times this week and then randomly you're going to squeeze that in. No, you you have to put it on your calendar and say, Monday at 3 o'clock I'm running or I'm going to the CrossFit gym or I'm whatever. Monday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it is. You know, you have to – it has to get onto your calendar. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't matter motivation. But if you're relying on yourself to be motivated, Mm -hmm. then you're basically saying whenever I feel like it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Well – problem is the harder things in life, you rarely feel like doing. So if you have an intellectual goal of reading a certain amount of books, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not going to happen when you're motivated. Mm. That's going to happen when you have a habit of waking up every single morning and reading.
1: One of consistent. our elder uh, candidates, he has a spreadsheet, and of all the books that they have to read, he, he, has, he has planned it out all the way through May to get all the books read by May. And he has a particular time in the day that he does it every day. Mm. And he figures that if he stays with that, he will, he will have reached his goal. And he actually put, has put in there uh, off, you know days where you just don't make it. So he's he's trying to make in taking the reality of that. Oh yeah, there's just gonna be days I just can't do it. But so you know that's that's very highly planned individual. But that's what how he's decided he's gonna get that done. Yeah. So so what is like the uh,
2: the layout of how someone gets going on this? Do they they pray first? Do they start writing stuff down? Like what is what does it look like for people to get going on this?
0: First off, if you need if you want to meet with a pastor and walk through this stuff, we we would be happy to do that. We could do that. Um there was gonna be all kind of i mean you can watch YouTube videos you can buy just a planner and take a couple hours go to Starbucks, put some headphones on and and work through it. You could take a date with your wife or or your spouse and you could go sit down and you guys could talk talk through some of this i find it I find like i said this this help for, for me is plan is help or this planner for me is helpful because I pretty much want to have one goal per domain so I want to have a spiritual goal, right? This past one of the goals I had this in the past uh, couple months was I wanted to memorize Psalm uh, Psalm forty six, mm-hmm. right? So I I memorized Psalm forty six every single morning in my Bible time. I read through it and I and I memorized it, right? So that's a that's a spiritual goal, mm-hmm. parental goal. I've already talked about a parental goal, intellectual goal. Every year, I set a certain n- number of books. I, I wanted to read 52 books last year, and I think I'm at f- 56 or something right now. Um, social goals. Now, this is something. Oh, so I, I have a social goal. I want to have uh, somebody over for dinner, you know, once a month or once a week. We want to have people over for dinner. Uh, emotional goal. What are those? I don't have those, so I don't know. That's no, just okay. I did already talk about an emotional goal. I want to be more in control and, and less heat when I talk to, to my kids, right? Mm. Vocational. I talked about wanted to raise hundred thousand dollars, right? There's one uh, another one. I'm I'm creating a five year uh, strategic plan for the church. That's something I'm working on right now. Physical goal: Jiu Jitsu black belt, and then I do CrossFit type stuff uh, two to three times a week. Vocational, that's hobby. I could put Jiu Jitsu in for that, um, or it's for me. It's usually like I want to ride my mountain bike outside once a week. That's like something I really like to do. Marital goal every other week date nights financial goal you know you could do anything for financial goals it might be cut my expenses it might be increase my tithes Mm. it might be save a thousand dollars by the end of the first quarter might be uh increase your giving to your ira save for the future whatever but i think you should have a goal for each of those categories for each of those each of those domains that's
1: good so uh, we talked about smart goals can i Throw yeah. those out there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, smarter goals.
0: Oh yeah, he, he talks about
1: smarter. Goals. So here's here's the smart goals. Uh, S is for specific. So get as specific as possible. M is measurable. So a way that you can actually see that you have a number somehow have a, an idea of that. So you... get
0: healthy is a bad goal. Yeah. Lose ten pounds is yeah. a better goal.
1: Yeah. So you have that 10. 10. You know you've lost ten. Action oriented. In other words, try to start with a verb. So that's the A. R is risky. So we, we talked about that a little bit. Get out of your comfort zone. Uh, T is time keyed or or have a deadline, something yeah, of this yeah, nature. There's needed, some needed, kind of a time yeah. thing going on there.
0: Lose 10 pounds by the first quarter or something
1: like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, e, we talked about this one, exciting. So put down a goal that gets you pumped up. So it's something you really want to do. And then the last one is R is relevant. And that would be a reference to... Uh, in your time of life mainly is is, is is that one is something that would be true of your time is re- is reasonable with t- your, yeah. your time of life yeah.
0: so I want to challenge our people like you know so there's there are some things that you're just avoiding. There are some sins that you're avoiding mm-hmm. right If you are wasting too much time on social media, you need to make a goal. Mm-hmm. you need to be more disciplined. If you if you are eating too much and you have you the sin of gluttony you need to take that serious and you need to make some goals and and again with the spirit you got to ask the spirit to help you but you need to put that thing to death through the spirit and through discipline yeah. right and through self-control and through beating beating the body um, porn let's put it to death
3: mm.
0: gossip if you if you know that you you gossip mm-hmm. you, you share stuff behind people's backs you tail bearing is another scripture the word that scripture is used if you share things from a miss- missional community that you shouldn't share you need to put that to death and you need yeah. to put make the goal to tell to tell the truth or or to uh use gracious words or just straight up to not gossip mm-hmm. to, to put gossip to death yeah. um i'm challenging our people man i'm, I'm challenging our people to let's let's pursue holiness. Let's pursue righteousness. And let's ask God for great things. And let's, you know, see, see what he does. And Mm -hmm. let's, let's lean, let's lean into that. Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe that, maybe, you know, vocational, maybe God's calling you to start a new business or uh, grow your missional community by 50% or disciple this one person, but let's, let's make some goals and let's ask God for big things, expect Mm -hmm and expect great things from them.
1: hmm that's good. So, and plan for it. Yeah, and I would think a, another place that we could be thinking within the context of our churches, MCs, our missional communities, maybe they need to set two or three goals, maybe a missional goal, maybe a growth goal, uh, maybe a curricular goal, I don't know, something yeah. of that nature. Gospel, where, community, mission. Yeah.
0: So, something they need to teach on, we need to go deeper and learn, community, What? how could our community look more like a biblical community, you know, mm-hmm. more hospitable, whatever, and then missional, how can we be more missional?
1: Yeah, Mm, yeah, yeah, that good.
0: Those, those would be great. So, all right. So, hopefully, you're, uh, this was a blessing to you. If you got any questions on goal setting, you can email me at at sacred or you can email any of the pastors or any of the guys on the podcast that you want. Uh, but again, we hope this is a, a blessing to you. Share it if it is, and we love you, and we are praying for you, God bless.